Matthew McConaughey. And, Sexiest uh, Man Alive voted People's Magazine 2005. Is it actually 2005? Yeah. Do you know it? Why, yeah. Why do you know that? It's like a running meme. Okay. Between me and sure a couple friends. Sure it is. That are imaginary. <laughs> hey. Hello. What is up? How is it going? We have another a juicy episode of the Mo Video Games Podcast. Today we're talking about four spicy specialist bangers. On Maxwell's side, we got Firewatch and Spider-Man 2018. And on the other side of the ring, we have Metal Gear Solid 2 versus F-Zero GX. Who will come up on top? No one knows! So stay tuned to find out and enjoy the show. So hello. Hello. Welcome to this episode of the Mo Video Games Podcast. This is episode... Don't know. It's an episode. Yeah, we stopped using numbers a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Out the womb, I was like, I'm done with those. Yeah, we don't don't use them at all. Um, So it's Metal Gear Solid. We can't use numbers, so... Um, Versus... What's your other game? F zero GX. Well, sorry, F G X. Well, it's spelled out, so you can say it's still zero a number, right? Yeah. Well, I guess uh, that's it, user that's discretion. <laughs> user discretion. And then Spider Man year, um, and uh, Firewatch is a number. We can't say that. That's true. Um, but before we get into that, it's tech news time. As always. As always. As always. What's the news? I officially played my first ray traced game actually that's false i did that on the ps5 but on my pc i played my first ray traced game today how was it absolutely terrible uh, for those of you who don't know on maxwell lewis gaming on youtube so subscribe blow. hit the bell baby i am preparing a cloud gaming video i have google stadia amazon luna nvidia geforce now microsoft x cloud and i am Playing them all on a bunch of different platforms, different games, trying to see what, and then I'm giving you my thoughts on them. And NVIDIA GeForce Now, if you pay $5 a month, you get the Founders Edition, What I think that's what they call it. It's what NVIDIA calls everything these days. Uh, but on their cloud serving, they enable ray tracing. And my humble computer does not have ray tracing. So I played Quake 2 RTX. NVIDIA GeForce Now was actually pretty cool. It, Quake Quake 2, even though it's like a super old game with ray tracing, looks pretty cool. And then played it on my computer and it was popping out like maybe five frames per second. So... The rays were being traced. Rays were being traced. It just took a while. But ray tracing is the future. <laughs> What's the answer to world hunger? Ray tracing. Ray tracing. What's the answer to chronic depression? <laughs> Ray Trace. Ray Tracing. If you trace the depression, can't be chronic. But other than that, tech news? Gosh. Not oof. a whole lot. I started playing Alan Wake. It's not really tech news. It's, it's not just, really tech news. It's small video news. games. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus video games, some might say. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of product placement in that game. Yeah, for sure. And I bet you they didn't even get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, we love Lincolns that much to throw a little Link Daddy in there. And then there's like a, a scene and you're, the camera's in the backseat of the car and it, you see the two talking and there's a big like Microsoft sync, which is like the infotainment in all Fords is sync. Just like 
blank. Like, there's no infotainment on the screen. It just says sink. It's just trying to keep it realistic. And all of the batteries are Energizer. They're literally, like, big-ass Energizer batteries. And I'm just like, my goodness. I mean, I understand that it's supposed to be kind of like a TV show, but it's a game. And there's definitely product placement in TV shows. Also, this is not tech news or video games, but I've been watching Burn Notice lately. And All right, we're getting really far off the beaten path here. I know. It'll be quick. It'll be quick. But they obviously had some kind of partnership with Hyundai back when they, this was in like late 2000s, they had, Hyundai had the Genesis, which was a model of Hyundai, not the new like luxury brand Genesis. And it was like their new like Hyundai getting into sports coupes and stuff. And like all the time, Michael West and the main character in Bird Notice is like talking about like, when you're trying to get away from the bad guys, it never hurts to have more than 300 horsepower at your fingertips. And like just throwing random stats about this car that you would never say if you're a spy trying to inform people on how to spy. But it's clearly like, oh man, rear wheel drive, amazing handling, doesn't hurt to have four piston Brembo brakes to stop the car. And I'm just like, ah! I love the show, but then that like blatant product placement is just, uh, it gets me. I just don't, I honestly just don't care. And even if it's that like, uh, that like old Coca-Cola shit, like didn't they used to like flash, um, like shit, like, well, maybe it's probably, it's probably just conspiracy theory, like the spy plane. So let me, let me, let me preface with that. But they like, they're like in like movies or something like that. They would like flash like shit for like a fucking frame or something like that the subliminal like, messaging yeah, and stuff yeah i thought like coca-cola or something like that did that i, I mean it's coke so let's be honest everyone's addicted sprite or seven up had those commercials where they had like super weird like almost like five gum like commercials where they just had lemons and limes like slow motion exploding and those commercials are awesome yeah <laughs> those commercials are fun to watch because they make no sense but they're interesting to look at yeah, consumerism is amazing. But, like, it, there's so many advertisements that are just, like, they try it way too hard. And it's just, like, just tell me what the product is. Or, like, it'll be, like, you know, like, the car commercial, but then it'll be, like, talking about, like, community service for, like, a minute and a half. And then at the very end, they're, like, driving away in a Hyundai or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell did that have to do with anything about Hyundai? You couldn't get to your community service without a dependable vehicle. Yeah, not Hyundai. Like a Hyundai. <laughs> hey, Hyundai and Kia, they are doing better. They have stepped up their game. They they are stepping up. They're becoming better value propositions than Toyota and Honda, which is Honda Hyundai, basically the same thing. Spelled the same. Exactly. Um, but yeah, every every time I see the Lincoln, which is now spoiler alert, destroyed. Uh, I just think happens about pretty quick in the game. Matthew McConaughey. And, Sexiest uh, Man Alive voted People's Magazine 2005. Is it actually 2005? Yeah. Do you know it? Why, yeah. Why do you know that? It's like a running meme. Okay. Between me and sure a couple of friends. Sure it is. That are imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sexiest Man Alive, Matthew McConaughey, Canadians. Fact check in chat, please. It sounds right. <laughs> that was his sexiest year. Wow, he is a... I mean, he's a stud. There's really no way around that. Texas, uh, 2005. Yep. <laughs> I'm good, baby. I'm good. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Wait, what do you mean, sure? I don't know what the delay is. He I, was I think it's the same crap. <laughs> no, the fact that you knew it, I, I think, is and your excuse for why you know it. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Mm. The, the, 
There's no point in defending. Sure. <laughs> that's all we gotta say. There's no point. In okay, that's also thank you because I wasn't sure if chat was working. So I was gonna send a message. Shadi got her back. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. Shout out Clarissa. How's it going? Our, our one viewer. Thank you. There might be more. I actually have no idea. But there's only one chat and that's how we know. Oh, it says one viewer. Yeah. One viewers, actually. <laughs> there we go. Now we'll never know. Now we're like, we don't know how many viewers are watching. Now we know. We, we always think in our mind there's thousands. Have you had any other thoughts about Adam's sleep? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just hair. Yeah, okay. Uh but but Alan Wake Let go. the 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 thought I've had this game sucks. I I like the gameplay a lot. Um as as we talked about when you talked about the game, the the fact that the enemies are invulnerable before you shine the light on them and kind of expose them is kind of a cool like makes it more intense because you can't just like be shooting from a distance you kind of need to get up and close and personal but still dodging and all that kind of stuff but the thing my biggest criticism right now is because they're trying to make it a cinematic experience it brings you out of the action like every five seconds for a cutscene. for sure and that is just it's so jarring and sometimes like i like to explore and go off the beaten path but i'll like go off the beaten path in a way that triggers a cutscene that was supposed to happen like back here yeah and then i'm just like what 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 happened why um so that's a little annoying but i mean putting it in the frame of it's a 2010 game and it's like xbox 360 is what it came out on and and remembering that and what they were trying to do with it i i think if i had played it back then it's hard to like put it up against the incredible cinematic story games we know today horizon zero dawn last of us god of war super mario bro 64 <laughs> <laughs> that's a cinematic masterpiece it just it can't compete i sob every time i see that little pixelated mario <laughs> every time but so so that's it's I think it's a harsh criticism right now. And it, it was only the first episode I've played through as I'm like kind of getting used to it. I think it'll. No, I straight up found the combat good. annoying because I just wanted the cutscenes Right. And there are times where I felt like they kind of dragged out the combat maybe a little more than they needed to. Um, but I feel like if they did any less combat, then it would be like, why did you even put it in the game? Right. It's already pretty sparse, I would say, overall. So it's like, how much can you really pull out before it's just like, just make make a fucking movie with shitty graphics? Yeah, this is a TV show now. <laughs> yeah. We um, could have had the actual actors, but... Um, and also, I saw... Well, I guess, actually, I don't want you to spoil it for me, but I saw in, like, in the trunk of Alan's car at one point, I think it was after I crashed, there was like a book or a poster or something, and it, or maybe it was, it was somewhere, but it looked like Bill Paxton. Um, so I'm curious if that will come back. If that actually was Bill Paxton. Who's Bill Paxton? He's an actor. Um, but like Twister comes to mind. I, I, I'm not going to know. I'm not going to know actors. I don't think you're going to. You can try. But He's I'm... Bill. <laughs> oh, never mind. I don't know. I don't uh, know Bill. I'm curious because uh, I know Remedy that made it. They also made uh, Quantum Break and Control. I don't know if they brought in any big name actors for Control, but... I know Quantum Break had... Are these movies? Uh, video games. All by oh. Remedy, the same developer. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. You're I, yeah, I'm interested. See what the character's like. It was, yeah, it was still it was still a good game. Still definitely worth going through, but it was definitely like a... It was a... It was like an average good game. 
Oh, Titanic. Who's who's Bill? Bill. What's the? I already forgot Bill's last name. Oh, Bill was in Titanic. Bill Paxton. But, but what what character was he? Sorry, well, that I don't you. know because Clarissa will is still upset that I haven't seen Titanic. You haven't seen Titanic? No. I mean, I've like seen like I know the boat sinks. <laughs> I watched it in theaters. Actually, what? Like, yeah, they, they, when they it like, came re- out? No, they were both. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, was, was I even alive when Titanic came out? When I actually Titanic? don't know. I thought it was late 90s, but. Oh, I thought it was like uh, 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> it's when the Titanic. It's actually a, a live documentary. 97. Yeah. I guess I could have seen it. The OG, <laughs> right? You know, maybe. Um, <laughs> uh, no, they, they did like a re-showing. So I went, um, I went with my, my shoddy bay at the time. And it it was, it was, it was all right. (laughs) Not really my cup of tea. I don't know. I don't remember really caring too much about it, but I guess I don't, I don't remember much. Right. So it just didn't really have a lasting impact. It was more just like I watched it because it's Titanic, right? Like everyone knows Titanic. Same, same like reason why, like I watched the Godfather, but at least the Godfather is like badass. (laughs) (laughs) See, I, so I, I don't know who Bill Paxson was. They re-released it for 100 years in 2012. 100 years of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I said it came out in the 1800s. I wasn't lying. Um, <laughs> 1897. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't even line up. <laughs> uh, 1897, 100-year celebration in 2012. We're celebrating the 100-year celebration 15 years <laughs> after... <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you check out the bracket.google.com. <laughs> oh man, yeah, loopy, loopy times. Um, but yeah, this ain't tea. That's all I gotta say. Bill Paxton. Yeah, don't. I don't know who. I think he was in it. I. Um. I. I don't know who he Let was. Let me just look it up. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. That's that's a good idea. What? So Leo. Leo plays the main character. Um. Bobby. <laughs> oh yeah, he is in it. That's As Brock, I love it. I love it. He's 61 years old. I th- wow, I thought he was a lot older than that. Oh, I've seen Weird Science. Have you seen any of the Aliens movies? Yeah. He He's the guy that's like, game over, man! Have you I mean, that? he looks familiar, but yeah. yeah, it's been a long time since I've watched uh, the uh, Aliens movies. I think it was Aliens, the sequel. That he was doing that iconic line. I'm still trying to go through and watch the uh, the Planet of the Apes, but I got to get my sister's Hulu account, so I just got to remember to text her. <laughs> That's how bad I am at messaging. Now Hulu's going to watch this, and they're going to close that account. <laughs> Violation of terms of service. That's true. I did actually get a... Oh, yeah, thank you. Oh, wow, this is terrible. Yeah, I would have just all tabbed. Bill Paxson was the one who led the ship hunt... And was interviewing the old lady. I mean, I, 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 rec- I like the old lady. I just saw the picture of him talking to an old lady. So, yeah. Okay. I agree. <laughs> I agree, Clarissa. You, your facts check out. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Alan Wake, Titanic, 100 years, oh, 15 yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all the same. But, yeah. I, I'm interested. I'm excited for Alan Wake, especially Dead Space was phenomenal. But I am, I'm excited to be on a new game. Um, Dead was... Space did not really seem like your primary cup of tea. Not like it was something that you like wouldn't like, but I feel like Alan's more up your your alley. 
I agree. Dead Space just honestly, Dead Space just seemed like a really like kind of it honestly seemed like a mad game to me. I don't know. Yeah, I think again it, going back to 2008 when that came out. The, the funny thing is, Dead Space I think looks a lot better than Alan Wake. And it's two years older. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that is. I mean, part of it's because I think Dead Space all takes place on a ship. So it's all very small. Like, you can put a lot of detail into very small, like, corridors and stuff. Where Alan Wake is like, ooh, yeah, look at the outdoors. Um, which is pretty cool. And some of the visual effects, like when you're shining the light on the on the darkness, um, pretty cool. Yeah, if they had ray tracing, then it would be insane. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But... Uh, yeah, no, yeah, but very excited for it. Um, the the story definitely seems hypey, and yeah, just getting something new, getting ready, getting down in there. And I think I'll also be doing some Demon Souls interspersed throughout from time to time. I am both incredibly excited and incredibly not excited to play Demon Souls. Why would you be not excited? Because it sounds terrible. <laughs> like I, so I, I've been reading a little bit about Demon Souls, and there's an there's a boss that you fight that is other players and other players there are items in the game that can break all of your equipment mm-hmm. and that can de-level you <laughs> and so people just but what do they do if you're offline then 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 it's just a rando like computer generated person so people have been cheating the boss by unplugging their internet when they go to that boss because if you're trying to go against a person, it's it sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah, I would not PvP in that game. <laughs> yeah, but then you have to unplug your internet because it is that's like one one. It's like a cool like spoiler alert, I guess. After the fact, um, that boss is only PvP. It summons another player in there, and in order to beat the boss, you have to beat another player. But you can cheat it by disconnecting your internet. And then it's just another boss, but it's just a human's set of moves. Yeah. Instead. Um, yeah, I would I would do that. I would not PvP. It just seems not balanced at all. But that's not what Dunk Souls is supposed to be. So Exactly. It's supposed to be terrible. Yeah, I just started playing Donkey One again. Ooh. I know. And it took me it took me a second to get back in the, the swing of things, but uh honestly once you play one, it, it you can pick it up pretty quickly. So felt good. I was going against this guy who literally one-shot me, so there was no point in wearing any armor at all, so I was just, like, butt-naked with the loincloth covering the dingle-dong fighting him, <laughs> and this man's in, like, full, like, suit of knight armor. It was, like, the most ridiculous-looking fight possible, but uh, made it made it much easier to dodge when you don't have anything on, so... Yeah, you were saying he was one-shotting you anyway. Yeah, so, he's one-shotting, yeah. so the armor's not doing anything other than slowing me down. There's no utility to it. Um... And it's like uh, the way that they do, at least in Donkey 2, and I'm assuming the other ones because I haven't seen anything otherwise, but like uh, the percentage, there's essentially tiers to the percentage of the amount of weight that you can hold. So like when you're at 50%, the like speed and stuff of your roll are like slowly slowed down, but it's like in like a tiered. So like you can you can equip up to like if you have 100 pounds that you can carry, you can equip up to 49.9 and roll just like you're naked essentially. And not be oh, hindered, then, but then if you do the point one more, so like tax brackets, <clears throat> yeah. So if you, but yeah, so that's why it's just like if you're already gonna get one shot, you might as well just go to the best tier possible. Um, so yeah, that was, that was good. You just gotta repost in the game, that's all you gotta do, or just do magic. My brother made magic seem really fucking stupid. 
Like magic, but magic is, I think, always really strong in that game. Magic's strong in every game because no one wants to do magic. Magic's OP in Skyrim. That's why I do it. Yeah, I, I'm a dark elf. Yeah, magic, magic straight OP. Feels great. I'm like, I'm like healing with one hand and like fireballing with the other hand. And I've got like all of the items that regen like your, your mana or whatever, like super quick. I'm just like, yeah, I, undefeatable. I sneaky archer a lot. And then like, I'll be like, oh, I shouldn't sneaky archer. So then I'll try doing like a, like a, you know, like a sword dude or something like that. And then I'm watching people that are like just maxing out destruction on it. And they're like one shot a dragon. And I'm like, I, this is a 15 minute fight for me. And it took you 20 seconds. Like this is not, this is not balanced. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you play through the, like the school of witchcraft and wizardry. <laughs> and Wizards you, you, of Waverly you Place. get like the top tier destruction spells. Yeah, um, it's there's like a firestorm and blizzard or something like that, which uh, th that might be demon souls too. I know there's like a firestorm demon souls spell as well, but yeah, once you get those, it's like it uses a lot of mana, but it do a lot of damage. Yeah, I rushed the uh, in one of my playthroughs. I was gonna, I was just hard committing the sneaky archer, and I rushed to get the uh, conjuration bow because I don't think the conjuration bow scales at all throughout the game. Like I don't think you can improve it. So, oh, so once you get it early, so if you get it early, it's really, really strong, <laughs> and it's like one shotting people. Um, yes. And then obviously you never run out of like arrows or anything like that because you're just conjuring them. So, so yeah, that that was a nice playthrough. I stopped once it started. Once it started getting bad, I was like, this playthrough is no longer enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> I had to find the new bow. Um, but yeah, oh man, I one of my coworkers just started playing Skyrim again. I'm pretty sure I'm like, it's it's kind of crazy that 2020 people are still like booting up for another run through. <laughs> That's how good when Elder Scrolls six comes out. That's going to be insane. I hope that they do at least close to as good a job of as they did with Skyrim. Um, I mean, other people might have different favorites, but like as long as they don't screw the pooch, <laughs> I think they'll be it's gonna be nuts. Like just thinking of like next gen graphics with sword, magic, <laughs> sword magic, sneaky archer. Because that that's the only real letdown of Skyrim is just that it looks like a super old game. Yeah, and I mean you can mod in like graphical upgrades, but they're usually not super Thomas well optimized. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Mitch and Megan just started playing Elder Scrolls Online. It actually it kind of looks fire. I kind of want to get into it, but I already have League, man. I don't need two. I don't need two black holes to fucking go into. And an MMORPG is not what I need in my life at all right now. That is for sure. Yeah, it it, it does sound cool. It sounds fun. It definitely. There's no way it doesn't because you're like Skyrim, <laughs> but online. This is impossible. It's never ending. Um. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, if I if I didn't want to spend time on other video games, yeah, that's like for sure. But. I, I want to finish the Dark Souls. I want to get back going on God of War. Was God of War the game that you said I shouldn't play online? That I need to play it as an independent expert. No, I think you said that about Last of Us too. That was it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I think God of War as well, but it's I mean, you do you, bro. I gotta stream it if I'm playing it. That's all I gotta say. Stream twice this week. I'm back at it. I'm back at it. I'm back in the streaming seat. I forgot even what I, I think I just streamed League both times. As I was waiting patiently for Maxwell's Twitch stream to start. I On my Instagram post, it said I will be live streaming on YouTube. It doesn't say that. It does. I read it and it didn't say it. <laughs> 
That's true. To be fair, my story didn't say YouTube. Exactly. That was Instagram. That's what I read <laughs> through my ears. There's no proof, though. That story's true. gone forever. All right, anything else? Well, video games! Thanks for watching, listening, hearing. Mike, super short show. And Mike, yeah, what a throwback. super short show. <laughs> You're my Disney channel. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, do you want to go? Or do you want me to go? It's your week, you go. It's my week? I don't want to go. All right, I'll keep F0GX short since I've already talked about it. I gotta pull up my nuts. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it so short. Wait. It's a racing game released in 2003. God, I'm good. That's old. July 20. Yep, it is. It's the 100th <laughs> year anniversary. <laughs> uh, July 25th, 2003. Um, developed by Amusement Vision, published by Nintendo, receiving an 89 out of 100 on Metacritic. It is, as my notes, Specifically state, it is Captain Falcon's bomb-ass racing game. That's all I gotta say. First significant collaboration between Nintendogs and Sega um, was complimented for its high pace, good visuals, excellent racing, but not best racing ever until Forza <laughs> came that's out. That's kind of crazy that Sega and Nintendo... That's like Microsoft and Sony being like, let's make a game. Yeah, no, it is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um. And then it was it was it was it was it was dogged on for its a uh, difficult learning curve. But I've already talked about it, so yeah, it's it's a, it's a fire racing game. But that's really all I got to say. Check honestly. out our previous episode on FCOGX to find out. Yeah, more. if we ta- if we talk too much, we won't be able to plug ourselves. So that's true. <laughs> I did I did really like like as we talked about last time. I did really like the mechanic of like your ship can blow up, um, and then like you use your boost is your health. Oh yeah, 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 like that. It does. It does make the game pretty spicy. From uh, uh, it's definitely like there's like a decent amount of like combat that is kind of like I guess promoted in the game since that is a system that they have, which makes the racing seem like because I think it's all supposed to be. I'm pretty sure it's like predominantly supposed to be all illegal street racing, so it kind of makes it feel more legit that it's like or not street racing, illegal energy belt in the sky racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Need for Speed Underground. So, but yeah, it makes it more legit when it's just like, you're already, you're already badasses breaking the law, so now you might as well just kill each other while you're at it. When you're a criminal, you're a criminal. That's true. All the way to the end of time. So that's FCRGX. Dunkin' Donuts. My other Eat game. Eat fresh. Metal Gear Solid, Sons of Liberty. Um, it's an action-adventure stealth game released on the 13th of November 2001, developed and published by Konami. 2001, really? Yeah. Wow. Director, producer, designer, Hideo Kojima. Receiving a... Do you want to guess what I got on Metacritic? Um, 93. <sighs> Insulting. 96 out of Ooh, 100. Whoa! Yeah. I only pick bangers, as I have stated. Wow. Seventh game in the Metal Gear Solid series. Um, starts in 2007, Solid Snake is walking down the, uh, Geo Wash Bridge, which this, it, he's walking in New York on a bridge, and it, it's called Geo Wash, the Geo Wash Parkway, um, the amount of difficulty or, like, conflicting information that I got, everyone thinks that's the Brooklyn Bridge, in, in fact, I'm pretty sure I've been told by someone that he's walking down the Brooklyn Bridge, and then, like, the screen, this person was, like, they're walking down the Brooklyn Bridge, and then the screenshot that they had was, like, something, something Hudson River. 
And the Brooklyn Bridge does not go over the Hudson River. Is that like in London? Like everyone thinks like the London Bridge is actually like... There's a bridge that's iconic and everyone calls it like the London Bridge, but it's actually like Tower Bridge is the the one that people think it is, but they all call it London Bridge because it's in London. I don't know, Clarissa, if you're listening, let us know. But I'm pretty sure people get that stuff confused. I'm just kind of the same there. Yeah. But yeah, so like all the articles were like, oh, he's walking over the Brooklyn Bridge. And then I saw like a couple people that were like, it's definitely the George Washington Bridge and it says it in the game um, that it is. Which I didn't like. I didn't pull up a clip to like verify that it says it in the game. But the Geowash Bridge does at least cross the Hudson River, and the Brooklyn Bridge does not. Tower Bridge. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess people just are terrible with their bridge. Ge- bridge. Bridge wisdom. Bridge Canadian geography. <laughs> um. So yeah, he's walking across this bridge, smoking a cigarette, rainy night. He's all looking badass. You're just like, what's Salt Snake doing in New York? You don't know. And then all of a sudden, he jumps over the side of the bridge. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then he lands on um, a tanker that has a prototype Metal Gear on it that everyone wants. So essentially, he's trying to get to the Metal Gear. And then right as he's about to get to the Metal Gear, the Russians um, also get on and you see Ocelot, and he does the thing where he spends the revolver a lot, and then he's like, la le lu le lo, and Snake is like, la le lu le lo. <laughs> um, Actually, that's what they say? Pretty much, yeah. Well, like, I think the la le lu le lo is like a... Okay, the amount of <laughs> Metal Gear Solid backstory and the amount that you have to read to understand the whole thing is insane, and I have only partly dug into it, I will be fair. Um, I've played Sons of Liberty, so two. I played, I think, most, if not all of three which is, I believe, Snake Eater? And then, trying to think. I played one other one. I played part of Metal Gear Solid Five. My brother played it all the way through in, like, three days. <laughs> and wow. that's an incredibly long game. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he played it all the way through while we were, like, uh, in, in Colorado for, like, a vacation or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, he really liked the game. At least I thought he finished it. Um, so, yeah, my, my Metal Gear Solid history is not, is not the best. I will say that for sure. But there's a bunch of it's I mean, it's all about like political and war organizations. Right. So there's like 18 quintillion organizations that are all trying to like sabotage, espionage, whatever anage you want to say to each other. Yeah. So that, that's just the beginning. And they mostly were using that. From what I gathered is like a setup just like to teach you the basic mechanics of the game. For some reason, they did not because you play the rest of the game as Raiden um, and not Solid Snake, which I think was also the first time in the series that you weren't playing a Solid Snake. And for some reason, they didn't want to teach you the McCanns um, as not Solid Snake. So they were kind of using that as an intro. I think it does give a little bit of background to the story. But so then two years later, there's a um, essentially like offshore oil rig cleanup facility, for lack of better words. And the president is given a tour of it. And the Sons of Liberty, which are a terrorist group, um, capture the president. They've commandeered the oil rig cleanup facility thing in a jigger <laughs> um and then you as right in are instructed to essentially go to the rig well you start on the rig but you're like there and you're just supposed to like free the president free the hostages disarm the baddies uh you end up meeting a marine iroquois Pluskin, who conveniently sounds exactly like salt snake and ends up <laughs> being salt snake um so you actually play like the part of the game you are interfacing and like interacting with salt snake which is kind of entertaining uh also the sons of liberty say that they are leaded by solid snake which is like the reason that he ends up saying that he is because like there's a there's like a a a chopper a little birdie that's like 
well, we're the sons of liberty. We're led by a solid snake. And then solid snake's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then later you're talking. He's like, they can't be solid snake. I'm solid snake. <laughs> he doesn't say it that ridiculously. He kind of says it that ridiculously. Yeah, it sounds like Metal Gear Solid. Um, so yeah, there's the lots of very cl- like classic Metal Gear Solid. Like the baddies are like very specific, and they have like very specific, I guess, tropes or whatever you want to call it about like uh, about them. So like Fat Man is known for like loving explosives and wanting to blow everything up. So like the literal first mission in the game is Fat Man has explosives all over this oil rig, um, and you have to like disarm them. And then there's like Vamp, who surprisingly vampire. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking they like Vamp. You know, they're like. Just like oh, they just driving, just Which Vamp is like an absolute ridiculous and terrifying character. You like go into this part of the oil rig, which is conveniently poorly lit, and then he's like jumping all over the place. Every time you try shooting him, he just spins in circles, and all the bullets are deflected off of them. Then he just su- he's sucking on people's blood. He's being a vampire and just cutting them up, <coughs> just like <Choo>. that. <laughs> so uh, the game. I'm going to read this directly from my phone. (laughs) The game explores themes such as information age, social engineering, political conspiracies, censorship, artificial intelligence, existentialism, postmodernism, virtual reality, and the internal struggle of political liberty and freedom of thought. So everything that's incredibly relevant today. This game is often considered ahead of its time for dealing with themes and concepts such as post-truth politics, fake news, (laughs) alternative facts, and echo chambers. Yeah, it was definitely... It's an intense game, especially for something that like, uh, like, I don't know. Yeah, they just they cover very intense topic matter. And it was definitely kind of controversial on release for like what they were trying to talk about and what they were talking about and alluding to because pretty much spoilers. But like, like it's uh, well, it's like soft spoilers, I guess. Like everything that is happening is like a cover up and like the president doesn't even actually matter. Because there's like this organization called the Patriots that's like the president just a pawn for the Patriots, right? So it's like it's just like a figurehead for this big group, yada yada yada. The oil rig is actually like you're they're designing like the next Metal Gear and all this crazy like weaponry on it. So yeah, like that's the the whole thing is definitely there's just lots of like like the bridge and also people arguing whether or not you're quite close skin is actually solid snake even though he tells you in the game that he is solid snake there's just like lots of uh like uh i guess like it's you you have to decipher what's real within the game and they do a good job of trying to keep it confusing like is it the george washington bridge or is it the brooklyn bridge (laughs) All, all signs are literally pointing to george washington but you know we will never know um wired included it in its 15 most influential games of the decade at 13, stating that every video game story that subverts a player's expectations owes a debt to the ground broken by Metal Gear Solid 2. Highest rated exclusive on the PlayStation 2. GameSpot says it boils down to this. You must play Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> I mean, it's got 96. That's, that's pretty big. Yeah, praise for the title stealth gameplay, graphical detail, use of in-game graphics to render plot-driven out uh, cutscenes. Uh, storyline initially divisive for exploring social, philosophical, cyberpunk themes and significant details has oft called first example of postmodern video game. But yeah, it's spicy. The story is spicy. The gameplay is pretty fun. Uh, it definitely is like the environment's cool and unique. 
it's just normal Metal Gear Solid. Like, there's, a, like, the normal, like, I guess, like, tongue-in-cheek shit that Metal Gear Solid does as well. Like, it's definitely a game that, like, very quickly will, like, switch between taking itself very seriously and not very seriously all at the same time. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely, definitely like, a, a mature title for sure. But I, I really enjoyed it. And it was Slippy Slappy Bang Bangs. The ending scene, there's, like, a whole, like, uh, monologue from Raiden, essentially, about... Um, his opinions on the world and how people live and experience the world. That was definitely very like, Oh damn, this game is like, this game's taking itself very seriously at this exact moment. <laughs> um, and definitely, yeah, it was interesting to see a game that felt like it was, yeah. So like forwardly criticizing or at least commenting on the world and like the world that we live in, how we perceive it, yada, yada, and the structures that are in it. So it was, it's, I haven't played it. I think a game that has probably tried to make that intense of a, like a commentary on anything like when i'm playing like i don't know like dark souls it's not like i'm like <laughs> my existentialist crisis that i'm having right now are going off the charts um so yeah that's my terrible review metal gear solid 2 wins <laughs> shocker nobody saw that one coming <laughs> shocker i got a 96 out of 100 the game's the game's fire mathematically fire <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're 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 in that that part of the bracket where sometimes we're we're bringing a, a lower tier game up against a top tier game. F Zero GX goes hard though. I mean, it does suck to see F Zero GX go bye bye. But the thing is, I have Forza, so I still got a racy racy on my thing, so I'm good. That do be. I didn't want to go too much into MGS two details. I'll probably spoil it the next time I talk about it and actually go through the story. So this is your spoiler warning. Don't listen to it next time we talk about it if you don't want to get spoiled. Um, but yeah, I was like, it's it's definitely beating F Zero GX. You can't have a slippy slappy like that and not not slippy the slappy. Now that I'm thinking about next, I'm already thinking about next rounds. Every time I think about next rounds, I get I get I get sweaty. I get yeah. straight sweaty. I know. Once we start, we're we're eliminating the cannon fodder right now, and uh, soon we're going to be left with the cannon. <laughs> no fodder. Goo. Th- thanks for listening. Clarissa is a baby. <laughs> cool. I guess I don't know why you said cool. goo. I said, "How's everyone doing?" I think she was saying. Oh, good. she said goo. Okay. I think it means good. It it do. Do you know? Well, now that I know the context, it makes sense. Goo, out of context, I was very confused. <laughs> Unless we're, like, talking about Flubba. What? Flubba, a great Robin Williams movie. Of course. Just like Snack Stacks, a great Robin Williams movie. <laughs> okay, so my two games this week. We got Firewatch. Yeah. It do. It do. It do be. Um, and Spider-Man. Boop, 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 2018. Yeah. Actually, I don't really care about either of these games. Trying to look at my notes. <laughs> Trying to cheat. <laughs> so. Boo. Okay, I'm done. So similar to F-Zero GX, I'm not going to talk a lot about Firewatch because we have an entire episode where we go into details on it. I will do a quick refresher, though. It is... A first person, hmm. I don't even, I guess, kind of quasi-puzzle ad- adventure type game. Puzzle adventure. Not action adventure. Puzzle adventure. <laughs> There's really not 
much action um, that goes on. But the, the main, sure. the, the crux of the story is the relationship between you, the protagonist, and Delilah, this other fire watcher in a different fire tower, and how that goes. And then there's some mystery enshrouded in the story about like what's happening. There's like a mystery person walking around. There's a government conspiracy, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And it takes Sounds play- like Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> is Firewatch gonna win immediately? Um, and the the artistic style is what I really like about the game. In, in addition to the relationship with Delilah, but the, the 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 style is very like indie, like simple polygonal shapes, but gorgeous like color palette. And each color palette is very definitive of like the mood and the biome in which you're walking in. Um, Super cool game. Pretty quick. It's only a few hours. And by a few, I mean like probably five to six would be maybe my best guess. I thought it was more like 10 to 13. That's what I said. 10 to 13, you know. But I don't I don't know off the top of my head, but I, I, I thought I was just gonna be able to run through it in like a day. Maybe I was closer to the end than I thought, though. Yeah, maybe. I I, I literally pulled that number out of my ass. So <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I guess we have the interwebs at our fingertips uh firewatch is like i have never that is the game i've seen the most people use as like a screensaver or something like that of a video game yeah no it's an attractive game for sure firewatch average i actually have a bunch of screensavers it it scrolls through but i i have firewatch as one of them you could definitely rush through this game in an hour or two time to finish based on 27 play times no cover available do you want oat bars 41 minutes <laughs> minimum time one minute maximum time one thousand wait what i think these are hours though right hour minute i have a hard time believing that the average time is 41 hours that is not a 40 hour game say an average playthrough is four to six hours long oh okay yeah. according to uh let's get this person's name all right blank fixer tv with three x's on reddit it says it's four to six hours $18 for five to six hours? Guess I'll be watching other people play it. Three hours if you rush the game like me, downvoted. <laughs> <laughs> I love Reddit. No, no. Oh, that's a pretty cool shirt. Is that a shirt? It's a t-shirt design. Upscaled PAX 2018 t-shirt. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. All right, 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 all right. That's Firewatch. Yeah, go back, listen to that episode. It might even be the same episode that we talk about FCOGX. Because of how the bracket, but we could, no, actually we effed up the bracket when we did the Halo two, and still could have been. Time. Who cares? It could have been. Yeah, go go check it out. Listen to more video. Go games. check it out. And then game numero dos, Spider Man twenty eighteen, which is action adventure game <laughs> developed by Insomniac Games <laughs> and published by Sony as a first party exclusive for the playstation 4 it's spider-man I, I mean it's it's a superhero game you play as spider-man oh did not see that one coming and this could have been spider-man miles morales as my pick but i am currently playing through spider-man miles morales which is the like extended it's like a standalone DLC that's like large enough, kind of if you're familiar with Uncharted Lost Legacy, where it's essentially its own independent game, but a little bit smaller. New Vegas. Follow New Vegas. Yep. Um, Skyrim. 
<laughs> just just a little baby game like Skyrim. And it, it was released as one of like the, the big like, ooh, showcasing the PS5. You can also play it on the PS4, but it has like ray tracing or like a 60 frames per second mode on the PS5. Looks pretty incredible. Um, but going back, that, that's why I'm not choosing Miles Morales right now. Haven't finished it. Don't have enough of an opinion. But Spider-Man, you, you're following Peter Parker, who is Spider-Man, and it's an, it's a like a new story. They're not trying to follow a particular movie um, storyline or comic book storyline, kind of forging their own path. And so Sony approached Insomniac Games back in 2014, right after they had completed Sunset Overdrive, which was an Xbox One exclusive. It actually looks pretty cool. I, I went back and watched some gameplay of Sunset Overdrive, and it looks almost identical to Ratchet and Clank. Like they, I think they reskinned Sunset Overdrive and released it as Ratchet and Clank. Um, I mean, it, it makes sense they're using the same game engine, so that there's a lot of similarities. But I was like, oh my gosh, that's absolutely. It's nuts. the same game, but side, side point, side point. Um, and so initially, the the director, the CEO of Insomniac Games, was like, "We're not going to do." Um, a licensed game like all of their games up to that point were original ips and they they weren't super bad but then he the ceo brought it forth to all the developers and developers like oh my gosh like that sounds amazing and so they chose spider-man as the game because they thought spider-man was a more relatable character um Wait, yeah. What, what are you, what are you, How is Spider-Man relatable? What's Pe- relatable Pe- about a superhero? Pe- Peter Parker, it, he's like in the like comics and stuff. He's like a, a high school kid, like living in Brooklyn, I think. That shoots splooge out of his wrist and can fucking slingshot himself across New York City streets. Well, not relatable. Actual Spider-Man, he he creates the tech himself because he's a, he's a smart kid. But the, the thing is, he has like a humble upbringing and he's just a kid who makes mistakes, goes through learning curves. I'd say more relatable than the billionaire Tony Stark or the literal God Thor. Um, I thought you about to say Batman, but that's OK. <laughs> or billionaire Batman. Yeah. Also, also not relatable. No, literal God by Batman. <laughs> <laughs> But but as far as superheroes go, Spider-Man is definitely one of the more relatable ones. I'll um, give you that. I'll give you that. And and people liked the well, I mean, it's not me saying that. That's what they said. I'm not but I agree with them. Um but that's what ended up going with Spider-Man, but there was a lot of pressure on them because Spider-Man his web-slinging like traversal mechanics is something that you have to get right otherwise the game will just feel terrible. And a lot of people that I think it was a 2004 Spider-Man 2 game is like everyone's like benchmark for wow spider-man that game was phenomenal to play yeah Yeah. that game i you could literally enjoy just swinging around the city felt amazing every time every time i shot a web i was like oh baby and there's a there's a cool video and probably several cool videos but they actually they interview the developer who is responsible for that those original spider-man 2 web slinging mechanics pretty cool check it out if you can uh, maybe we'll put a link in the description um, above above <laughs> for you to see. Uh, but definitely check that out. But so th- there was a lot of pressure on that and it took them a long time. And a lot of the four year development cycle was obviously spent on perfecting that and getting it right. But according to reviews and having played it myself, I think they absolutely nailed it. Um, it feels great. It takes place in New York City. It's an open world game of New York. Looks absolutely gorgeous. And the the plot, just briefly... You're an older Peter Parker, so they they decided to not go with an origin story because that's been played out over and over. Everyone knows how Peter Parker got his powers. So this is an older Peter Parker. 
he's had his powers for a while and just kind of going through a story. Um, he's working with Doc Ock, um, his like advisor in tech stuff. That's who he works for. Um, and that's, I mean, pretty much all you need to know. It's, it's a superhero story. I, he's being a superhero. He's being a superhero. He's doing superhero stuff. The, the main impact is the gameplay. You have like a dodge, a melee attack and like web stuff. And then you, you have different combos. Chrome, Edge. <laughs> Firefox. And then you have these gadgets as well. So there's different combos of doing the dodges and the different melee attacks. And you gain more abilities through a skill tree. And then there's gadgets as well. And each of the gadgets has like different powers. There's like splash damage attacks. There's like rapid shooting web to like web someone up. You can knock them into the air. There's aerial combat as well. Um... And then there's different suits, and each of the suits and the gadgets and stuff all have unique abilities, unique upgrades, special reasons to have them. They obviously look different as well, um, so it kind of gives you a reason to try out some different things, some different gameplay styles. Pretty neat, pretty cool, but one of the criticisms of the game is, although combat can be varied, um, once you kind of get it, it feels kind of samey. Um, Assassin's Creed. I would say this combat is much better than Assassin's Creed, but yes. But once you, once you like, I think there's more to it than Assassin's Creed. But then once you hit that, it's kind of that same like. Well, yeah. I mean, I would expect there to be more to when how 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 long the game, the differences between when the games came out. So, if you're scaling for time, I'd actually say, bam. <laughs> you can give an edge to Spider Man if you want. <laughs> I don't remember which one is Spider Man, but yeah, that, it's, it's the left one for sure. Um, let's see if I had any other cool stuff. Oh, so another little interesting fact. So in order to stream the game, it's an open world, so you need to be able to get that stuff coming in quickly. They divided the map of New York City into 800 squares. And as you're swinging through, it's constantly unloading the squares you can't see from memory and loading in new squares. And it, when you're at full speed that you can go as Spider-Man in the game, it's loading a square every second um, in the game, which is, I mean, a pretty Im impressive feat, especially considering this was on like a hard drive, like a 5,400 RPM hard drive from a PS4. But it's also why Spider-Man was one of the first showcases they did for the speed of the PS5's SSD. They literally showed on the PS4, like going max speed like through the city and then they they were speeding it up they had a ps4 and a ps5 right next to each other and the ps4 would boop stop and have to load and boop stop and have to load and the ps5 just kept getting faster and faster and faster without um like any any stops whatsoever until it was almost instantaneous it got to the end they're like wow they loaded stuff so fast and that's just impressive because they had they're constantly loading and streaming in those different squares of the world it's a good showcase for it blah 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 but that's not what you care about was it a good game no. Darn tootin' it was a good game. Um, yeah. It's it's a weird comparison between Firewatch and Spider-Man. <gasps> but anyway, we still going. We, we going strong. Spider-Man, open world, like, licensed, AAA, first-party game developed for a particular platform. And Firewatch is like an indie game, not open world, linear, not more fun. on the relationships. Um different art style it's hard to compare oh man actually this is a much harder decision than i thought it would be um yeah you walked in thinking it was spider-man easy clap yeah 
That was for sure. I did. And it still is. Spider-Man takes the dub. <laughs> Firewatch is a phenomenal game, but Spider-Man but is fuck it. just... They did they did such a phenomenal job, and the fact that it was telling its own story, especially with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like the fact that they didn't like just take that easy clap. The, the big problem with like movie to video game adaptations is the video games are often scheduled around the time the movie releases, which means they don't have much development time, and it's usually like oh, it's it's as like a merchandisable like thing to the side. They don't care about it as a standalone game. They just want to sell additional money worth for it. But this was not. We want to sell additional money. Yes, <laughs> I, I I said what I meant. I meant what I said. Um, but yeah, it's a standalone game focused on the gameplay, on its own story, not tied to anything else. And they did a phenomenal job. And Spider-Man Miles Morales so far is equally, if not more, compelling of a game. So pretty hype. Spider-Man takes a dub. Sorry, Firewatch. Check it out. Firewatch only takes apparently. Four to six hours, but definitely not three hours because you'll get downvoted on Reddit. That's true. That's all I got. That's all I got. Happy to see Firewatch. Get the there. hell out of there. We don't need that anymore. Bangers only. Oh, I it got an 87 out of 100 on Metacritic. Spider-Man did, that is. Firewatch got a zero because it's gone. We don't care. I thought I still I still I, I'll have to go back through it. I was not a fan of Firewatch. As I've, as we've discussed for sure on the show previously, you don't have to go back through it. Like if you didn't like, you didn't like it. It's okay. Man. Well, the game sucks, so yeah. But <laughs> what you should go back to is The Witcher Three. <laughs> oh wow! Um, I think Megan's actually wrapping up The Witcher Three right now. Mm. Yeah. I have to start the mm, video games podcast. Oh, kick me out and put Megan in. Yeah, and you can put Mitch. He's also played it. Mmm. Mm. Video games. And if Clarissa plays it, it can still be mmm if you just misspell Clarissa. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not gonna play I'm not gonna play a garbage game. That's true. That's why you don't play Firewatch. Oh wow, I was gonna say the opposite, but you know Ooh. what? No free comments. Hey, what's the for opposite the Witcher? of Firewatch? Witcher 3. Oh. Duh. Wait, so you can only call one of them bad. That means the other one was good. That's where I was I said I was going to compliment Witcher 3. Oh, okay, okay. I get you. And then and then you didn't want it, so. I'm not complimenting Firewatch for sure, so it's just neither neither take a WW today. All right, we good? Yeah, we'll we'll put we'll put pluggies in the description where you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, social medias, all that kind of good stuff. But subscribe, hit the bell, let good. us know what you think. Yeah, plugs in the description. Thank you for watching. Spider Man, Metal Gear Solid Two, move on. Rip in peace, F Zero GX, and Firewatch. One of those games is not like the Otters. <laughs> so easy to dunk on the game. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Firewatch is good. Firewatch is good. And that's it, guys. I hate to break it, but here comes the end of the episode. I know the worst time for everyone's week is happening right now, but guess what? Next week, Wednesday, noon, Eastern Standard Time, new episode. All major podcast vendors that at least we've been able to think of, we're also on YouTube. You can find us there. Anything that you want to know, it's going to be in the description of this podcast or in the description of the YouTube video. So I hope that you enjoyed the show, and please tune in next week for another spicy, delicious, absolute banger, nasty episode of the Mobideo Game podcast. Juicy.